So today I'm going to go over a passage that I've always found very compelling and impactful. And it's also just a really good reminder um, for myself that, um, you know, sometimes we have a conflict of interest within ourselves and um, even within others. And um, I think that this passage regarding the sinful woman is um, a great way to reconcile conflicts of interest that we might find within ourselves and others. All right, Luke chapter 7, I'll start at verse 36. One of the Pharisees asked him to eat with him, and he went into the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. We're speaking, him is referring to Jesus, by the way. And behold, a woman of the city who was a sinner, when she learned that he was reclining at the table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flask of ointment, and standing behind him at his feet, weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears, and wiped them with the hair of her head, and kissed his feet, and anointed them with the ointment. Now when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would have known who and what sort of woman this is who's touching him, for she is a sinner. And Jesus answering said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. And he answered, Say it, teacher. A certain moneylender had two debtors. One owed 500 denarii and the other 50. When they could not pay, he canceled the debt of both. Now which of them will love him more? Simon answered, The one I suppose for whom he canceled the larger debt. And he said to him, You have judged rightly. Then turning toward the woman, he said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered your house, you gave me no water for my feet, but she has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You gave me no kiss, but from the time I came in, she has not ceased to kiss my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore I tell you, her sins which are many are forgiven, for she loved much, but he who is forgiven little loves little. And he said to her, Your sins are forgiven. Then those who were at the table with him began to say among themselves, Who is this who even forgives sins? And he said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. I love this passage because it's just a, again, Jesus has all these awesome stories where he really just gives you so many compelling life lessons and in this lesson he's comparing someone who has a greater debt being more grateful for being forgiven and it's a good reminder for us the more sin we have the more grateful we can be when it's forgiven and how are we forgiven your faith your faith saves you right um and so the idea that when you're ready to turn your wicked ways, turn away from your wicked ways, um, you know, and move forward um, out of the sin that you've been in, you know, that's really all it is. Turning away from that wickedness is what saves you. 
But the thing is that the more wickedness you turn away from, the greater your honor will be and love will be and forgiveness will be. Um, And so the idea that there's this conflict of interest here, right? Which is this sinful woman who was likely a prostitute. I've I've done some reading and this woman could have been Mary Magdalene um, who... I have different accounts. Mary Magdalene, um, I'm sure you've heard the name, was there at Jesus's resurrection and was one of the first apostles along with uh, Peter and those first disciples after his death who went out proclaiming his name in that ministry when he was gone. And um, she's literally a saint, right? But the idea that she could have been a prostitute or she could have been delivered from demons um, is a very real reality here. And it's likely the reason her loyalty was so strong. The reason she was so humble in this moment with Jesus is because she had so much to be grateful for because she was no longer living in that sin, no longer compelled by that demon possession or that sin of prostitution. She was forgiven and transformed, right? And so I think it's so important for the church specifically to remember you have sinners coming in, you have to honor those people because they're the closest to their sin, likely. I mean, we all have it all the time, right? But those people that are coming in looking for that word, looking for forgiveness to turn away, you know, from a bigger sin than maybe you might feel like you're turning away from daily, they're going to be, they're going to be the biggest testaments to the faith. They're going to have the biggest voice for God, right? Because their gratitude is just deeper for what they've come out of. And so I know for me, I love, I, I, I was raised in the church. But I have a lot of friends that were not. And I have a lot of friends that are very different than me in many ways. But I love them the most, I think. I mean, I have friends that are very religious minded and were raised in the church as well. But I feel like I understand the idea that you might have connections to people that have had more trauma, more tragedy, harder lives. But those people are the most beautiful sometimes. Those people are the most generous. In my experience, they're the most generous. They're the most caring. They're the most forgiving people that I know. The kindest people I know are some of the most ratchet people that I know. Okay? They're some of the most people connected spiritually that I know. I have a good friend who's out there bad. She don't want to be. She be trying, but she's out there. This woman is connected when I tell you she has visions God speaks to her and she has a a, I know God is working something out to be amazing in her life because I see it the woman's a prophet the woman is connected and um but she's also very uh you know 
she's very um tortured and um in uh, in many ways um but that's what the enemy does like you know the people that will have the greatest impact in God's kingdom often have uh, the most struggle and so yeah I just wanted to go over this this section a sinful woman forgiven it's a beautiful impactful compelling story the more you need forgiven the more forgiveness you'll receive the more love you'll receive and it's a beautiful um, story about a conflict of interest that Yeah, I think we just need to be reminded. Have a good one. Thanks.